Hi, and welcome back. I'm your host, Robin. You are now listening to my podcast, Broken, Strength Under Control. Matthew 5, 14 through 16 says, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father in heaven. Well, this is the last Tuesday of the month. And I don't know about y'all, but this year have just flown by. It seemed like it was just my birthday. Now we at the end of the month. We done had Thanksgiving. By the way, I hope you all have had. I hope you all had a good holiday with your family and friends, um, making new traditions or starting new traditions or doing old traditions. Um, I was able to hang out with some of my family in Augusta and we had a ball. We made a TikTok video, y'all. I just ain't posted it yet, but it was it was a lot of fun. It took us several takes because, you know, my one cousin, she was two shades to the left already. And yeah, we couldn't get her on cue, which was so funny. And then my little cousin, he kept kicking in the wrong direction. So, and he kicked me in my leg once. I thought I was about ready to fight him, y'all. True story. But um, good holiday. I didn't really eat a lot. I did eat a lot of sweet stuff, like sweet potato pie. I brought home half of a sweet potato pie, y'all. And it was gone within a day and a half. Yes, I know. Terrible. Um, But just, I'm excited. Uh about December. Um, you know, I got some updates that I'll give, of course, more towards the end of the show. Um, but uh, a lot of exciting things on the horizon for me. And I'm just excited to see what God will do through me in the year coming up. And so let's just get right into it. Um, I don't know, but you know, as I was doing last week's podcast, uh, where I talked about new storms, old lessons, it just immediately, I tell y'all, this always happens. Either I'm going through it or I have already went through it when God gives me the topic for of discussion. And so this week I wanted to talk about imperfections. I know. Let me just let that sit right there. And of course, you know, I got some background for you um, because I like to Google everything. It's in that Googling, right, that usually I come up with. I get some of the best stuff that I get to talk about, and then it triggers other things within me that causes me to remember some things. And so my scripture is Ecclesiastes 7.20. Indeed, there's not a righteous man on earth who continually does good and who never sins. I'm going to say that again. Ecclesiastes 7.20. 
Indeed, there is not a righteous man on earth who continually does good and who never sins. What does this mean, y'all? It just means a wise man understands the sinfulness of man and his own sinfulness. So we need to understand that man is going to sin and that we will sin. Why? Because none of us are perfect. And anybody that says that they don't sin, they're lying. They're lying to you. They're lying to themselves. There's no truth in them. And y'all might as well rebuke that openly because there isn't any truth. As long as we live on this earth, because we live in an imperfect world, we are human by design, which tends to show and bring out our imperfections. So by design, we are not perfect. Nobody is except for Jesus, God, his spirit, the Trinity, that's perfection. They are perfection. We are imperfect, but he's perfect. And I'm just so grateful and thankful that because he is perfect, my imperfections don't bother him. They will be used. And I will share that a little bit later, how they can be used. And so the other scripture that came to mind was Psalms 139, 14, where it says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well, meaning he don't make any mistakes. We come into this world. I believe, and these are just my, this is just my personal belief. We come into this world the way he intended for us to come. So if he intended for you to be a man, you were born a boy. If he intended for you to be a woman, you were born, born a girl. And so, you know, there are certain conversations that I tend to stay away from because I do not agree. Um, with the logic or why people say um, some of the things that they say. So there are certain conversations that I just don't entertain and will not entertain. And again, I don't, it, it's nothing personal against the individual who I'm in conversation with who feels that way. It's just that these are my own personal beliefs and we are all entitled to believe and feel how we want basically and that's the idea of God giving us the ability to choose a choice. We have a choice, you know. And so anyway, imperfection, it just simply means a fault, blemish or undesirable feature, the state of being faulty or incomplete. Well, again, we know that God doesn't make any mistakes. The world will have you viewing so many different things and thinking that you have to compare yourself to that standard, the world standard. Well, really, you don't. There is, you don't have to conform or to the world standard, but it's so easy to get caught up in it because that's what we see, you know? Um, and it's so interesting because and I'm just going to share my own 
truth thing here, right? So, you know, growing up, I had the ideal size before kids, okay? And so, you know, there were so many different things that I really wanted to do and probably could have, just didn't. Um, When I became a mother, you know, a lot of times we get so caught up in the hustle and bustle of running a household, um, especially when you're a single parent, that you just let yourself fall by the wayside. And I did that. So I gained all this weight before I knew it. I was 300 plus pounds. Didn't know it that I was actually that heavy until I went for a consultation for the gastric bypass. I had that in 2006. And uh, and it was just, it gotten out of hand, you know. But because I carried my weight so well, most didn't even know that I was as heavy as I actually was. Why? I never had any heart trouble. I never had high blood pressure. I didn't have high cholesterol. My doctor used to tell me that I was the healthiest plus size woman he had as a patient. This is real talk. But, you know, there was something in me that was just like, okay, you know, again, I don't want to be this heavy. So I was dating this guy and he liked me as a plus size woman. I just didn't like me as a plus size woman. And so he didn't want me to have the surgery. So when I tell y'all, he did not support any consultations. He didn't support nothing. Any of the process, every part of the process that I had to endure from the psychological evaluation to just the nutrition, meet with the nutritionist, the counsel with the physician's office who was doing the surgery. He didn't have no parts of it. And so you know, as I started to lose the weight, of course, needless to say, y'all, that relationship ended afterwards because he liked me big. I didn't want to be big. And so when we split up, you know, wasn't real the greatest thing there, but I felt like for myself that I just did not want to look that way. I had tried everything from dieting to exercising and everything else, but for I could not get rid of the weight. So that was the alternative for me. And how many times have you used an alternative to camouflage the imperfection that you felt like you had on yourself? You know, and so and it was so interesting because I never had any issue meeting anybody being a plus size, being smaller. It was funny to me. Um. Because when you've carried so much for so long, you know, you just, you get used to it. We, we tend to get used to a lot of different things when we've carried it for so long. And so, like I said, the world standard would have us wanting to be a size Z2, you know, with some curves. You know, we got a flat stomach. We ain't really, you know, got no big boobs. We, you know, kind of muscle, muscular, you know, and, you know, we just stacked right. But at what cost? Because we don't have to be perfect, clearly. Because there isn't anybody perfect except for Jesus. He's the only one that's perfect, right? 
So anyway, circumstances, relationships, and life's issues can make you feel like you're less than you could have been. There, that's how it starts. And it starts from when we're little bitty kids, right? Truth, another truth moment here. You know, um, when you're a kid, you tend to emulate the things that are spoken over your life. And, it, and this has a domino effect. So now when you become a teenager, and these kids today with this bullying and just different, they just, whew, I'm glad I'm not coming up in today's time. But it wasn't any different. It, well, it was a little bit different when I was growing up in school. You know, I was a part of more the less the popular crowd. I, you know, it was a, I was more popular than I was not popular. OK. And so but I didn't pick on people. Now, we might have talked about what somebody had on, but I didn't I didn't pick on them and I didn't definitely didn't say that to their face, you know, coming up. And then now being an adult woman who's raised two children that are grown um, and I have grandchildren. Sometimes you still find something wrong with yourself. Let's just say in, in retrospect, when that relationship don't work out the way that you hoped it did. I don't know about any of y'all, but every relationship where I truly love the individual, they just didn't love me back the same way. It made me question and look at myself over and over again. Well, what could I have done better than what I did before? So you find yourself having these conversations. Why? Because you think something is wrong with you because of the situation, the circumstance, just life itself. You know, um, since we came back from Thanksgiving, I have not been wanting to be at work. I'm just real talk. I feel like I should have just took the whole week off after last week just because, you know, so I've kind of been in a funk, so to speak, the last several days. Not real bad, but yeah. So anyway, just life, you know, um, people aren't as pure as they convince themselves that they are what I mean by that is you can have the greatest intention in your heart but what's in you is going to come out of you so whatever your issue is whatever your flaw is whatever it is it's going to come out of you because as a man thinketh in his heart so is he and usually when you start to take on those thoughts, those thoughts become words that you speak over yourself and you might even act on it. And so for me, because I was heavier than I wanted to be, I did everything that I thought that I possibly could do for myself to lose the weight. So surgery was the other alternative. It was the easier route, but it reconditioned. And a lot of times it's about reconditioning our thought process and our mind, the way we see ourselves, right? And so I saw myself as not really um, some fat girl that was unattractive 
I just felt like the person that I truly and genuinely am and wanted to be and desired to be and felt like that's who I that was who was in me was buried under all of that stuff that I was carrying that uh, that weight that I was carrying you know just the stress of life that I was carrying and so again truthfully speaking <laughs> we aren't as pure as we try to convince ourselves that we are why because we're human and none of us are perfect people don't always love you the way they promised they would because they're people they change like the weather the good thing about God is is he never changes he said in his word that I will never leave you nor forsake you he's the same yesterday today and forevermore and that's the thing that I love most about the Lord is that he never changes. Even when folk change, family change, friends change, relationships change, God still remains the same. Imperfections are signs that we are only human. So our flaws, um, whatever it is that we don't like about ourselves, that we, that just is not perfect. It's a sign. We are human. <laughs> That's one of the characteristic traits and flaws that we have, that we are not perfect, right? This was something that kind of sat with me. Failure can mean anything less than perfect. And that was one of the things that I always told myself. Failure is not an option. I always try to be the best at whatever I put my hand to. And I think at some point in time, there used to be that thought process that it had to be perfect or else I wasn't going to do it. Um, and then I started to think more logically. Nothing is perfect. But if I don't try, then how can I talk about what I could have did or should have done if I didn't even try at it. Avoidance, trying to dodge things, anything that put a minus instead of a plus sign. So how many times have, um, you know, I have a friend who, we had a conversation a while back and she kind of knows my history with previous relationships and different things like that. And so, she felt bold enough to speak her thought process or her opinion about how I've always just gave a whole lot um, and how I need to stop doing those types of things. And, you know, but that same friend, truthfully speaking, y'all, and I didn't want her to feel some kind of way about her situation or her circumstance. But it was almost like the pot calling the kettle black because I could have spoke to a lot of different things that she's still dealing with, that she was dealing with years back, but I didn't. Why? Because why should I? She know I don't have to bring that to her attention. And honestly, in that moment when she 
felt the need to say it to me. I really felt some kind of way about it. And I, I really wanted to light her up. But, you know, again, you can't just do that. You know, I understand certain things, but we have to learn when it's appropriate and when it isn't. Because you don't know the mindset of the individual. You don't know how they are trying to process where they are. And she had no clue about the mindset that I had at that particular time when she said what she said, you know. Um, and at the same time, she needed my help. And I could have put turned the tables right back, but I didn't. Because it wasn't necessary. And a lot of times when you don't want to do the things that you're supposed to do, you know, we procrastinate, we put it off, we avoid, you know, dealing with it. Why? Because that just makes us accountable for what we're doing, what we're saying, you know. And so um, there were several things that I found how. God uses our imperfections. The first thing is, is imperfection reminds us of our need for Christ. No matter how good we want to be at our very core, we are not. The price Christ paid for us is sufficient. On days you don't measure up to your own standards, much less God's, remember that no amount of goodness is enough. Jesus provided righteousness righteousness for us. He's got us covered. So no matter how much good you try to do, sometimes it may not be enough. No matter how many standards or goals, whatever that you set for yourself or you, somebody else, it still may not measure up, but he got you covered. So every imperfection, every circumstance, every issue, every whatever it is that you don't like about yourself or whatever it is, it was covered on the cross. So every time you feel the need to have to fix something that you feel like it should be perfect, it's almost like crucifying him all over again when he already went to the cross for our imperfections. The second thing, imperfection keeps us from bragging. When we acknowledge our shortcomings, we can't brag about how wonderful we are. Pride is the opposite of feeling like an abject failure. So when the low times come, remember they have a purpose. Pride will not enter into the kingdom. And truth be told, a lot of times when we don't measure up, some of that is probably pride. We don't want to acknowledge, you know, it's just something about the word failure that just, I know for me, it was just like, I can't fail at this. I, can, I you know, I can't, I, I have to do my best. It has to be this way. I'm a just so type person. So if it doesn't look a certain way or 
you know, it doesn't feel a certain, yeah, it causes my old mood to shift. My sister um, had both of her sons here this weekend. Well, my nephew, my one nephew, he's still here, but the other one went back home. But anyway, they did pictures and she wanted me to come because we haven't really taken any pictures since we were younger. I just, I wanted to, but I honestly just wasn't motivated. Just, you know, I was thinking about what would I wear and just different things like that or whatever. And the last time they wanted, she wanted to do pictures. I couldn't find anything that fit me. Okay. So I would not go. And it was almost like that again this time. And I just, and I know that that probably was not a good enough reason not to go and take pictures because she asked me to be a part of it. But I have to honestly tell you, like, I'm a little bit more heavier than I have been in the last several years. So I'm kind of self-conscious about that. Again, not perfect, but, and I know what I need to do. And a lot of times that doing what I know I need to do, putting it off, this is where I'm going to be at. And I don't have anyone to blame for it or shift off on because I know what I need to do for myself to get me where I need to be at. It's just a matter of me being accountable at this point. Number three, imperfections reveals the glory of God. People who are imperfect stand in stark contrast to a perfect God. We don't need to fail in order for God's glory to be revealed. So he's okay with that. I don't understand why we are not. That's that human that human trait that we have that just won't allow us. Like, I know a lot of times for me, um, even writing in my journal, that's one of the things that's on my heart. Am I pleasing? Am I doing what's pleasing to the Lord? Truly, I think about that all the time. Is he proud of me? You know, am I doing what he wants me to do? How he wants me to do it? And so, you know, when I decided to rededicate myself back to God, it, it was just this simple. Either I'm going to do it with my whole heart or I'm not going to do it at all. Because so many years I, I, I rode the fence. <laughs> when it was convenient, I had one foot in the church. When it wasn't, I wasn't in the church. I wasn't trying to have no relationship with the Lord. And the older that I have gotten, I have just realized the importance of my relationship with God. That there isn't any other relationship that trumps my relationship with him. And so, again, I'm so grateful that he accepts me with all my flaws, all my issues and everything else. Because. He created me. He knows everything about me. He knows things that I don't even know about myself. You know, so again, I'm just so grateful that his glory will be revealed, even in my imperfection. Number four, 
imperfections causes us to praise the Lord. So when we are reminded of our sin and without hope, Christ redeems us from that state. We can only praise his name. So what I mean by that is, is when you are feeling down, when you feel like you just can't catch a break or you just whatever it is, put some worship music on. It's hard to be in a place of worship and still worrying about your stuff because his presence commands so much that you don't even think about what you had going on before you got into that place in him. And I don't know about you, but for me, some, there are some times when I can go into a place of worship and I don't want to come out. It's like, man, do I really have to go back out? Do I, Lord, I really just want to, because it's so peaceful. It's just so comforting and his presence is overwhelming. And that's just a good place to be in. So praise helps push the negative self-talk away. So when you're praising God, you ain't got no room to put nothing negative in there because that's not who he is. But he still loves us in spite of us being that way. That's enough right there in itself. Number five, imperfection sets us free. So when we feel less than in some area or when we know we've really messed up, it serves to remind us of the truth of the gospel, his word. There's nothing new under the sun that you will go through that has, no one in the Bible has not already been through. I believe they had it much more worse than we do today. Um, but that's again, these are my per that's my personal thought. That's not the law and none of that other stuff. But it's the grace, the gift of grace that sets us free from the perfection versus failure hamster wheel. We still need to keep trying, even though imperfection have some benefits. So instead of beating yourself up, remember to lift your eyes and look up to Jesus. Confess it and tell him how you really feel. He already knows anyway. Praise Jesus for his blood shed on the cross to cover your sins. Again, whenever you feeling less than, don't beat yourself up. I know sometimes it's easier said than done. Find somebody that you can hold yourself accountable to. They'll, no, they're not going to pacify your mess or validate your, your nonsense if it's foolish. But somebody that will help keep encouraging you or help keep you encouraged in that moment, whatever the situation, whatever the circumstance is. If you, you know, for me, I'm realizing more now that I really need to get back into the gym, but I also need an accountability partner to keep me accountable. And that's real talk. That's how I'm going to get this off. You know, I have to change some, some habits in order for this to happen. But I have to hold myself and somebody will have to hold me accountable for the things that I'm doing if I want to see the results that I'm looking to see. 
That's no different. So in spite of our imperfections, we know that God is perfect and he still loves us in spite of it. Why? Because he doesn't make any mistakes. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. That's it. That, that in itself sums it up right there. So I hope that you got something out of this. Um, now I would like to talk about a couple other things before I close out this session. Um, so first thing is, is this will be the last podcast for the year. I am taking the month of December off to get refocused, readjust. Um, I will re be rebranding the podcast um, and it might even be on a different platform in the next in the year coming up um, because I really wanted to do live recording. But I also want to do like a video recording when I do the podcast so that you can see me. And you can still call in. So I'm looking for platforms that will allow me to do that. And they don't tear my mouth out price wise. Um, so definitely going to work on my stuff for the upcoming year. Again, um, rebranding the podcast. So I'm working on a logo right now. Um, just been throwing some ideas around in my head. Um, I would suggest too. This is something that our church does every year. So at the when you when we get closer to the end of the year, as we get closer to the end of the year, pastor always asks us to pray about our word for the year. So my word for 2022 will be intentional. It's just something that's just been sitting in my spirit. There are three areas that I will be focusing in on in 2022. I'm not setting goals and all that other stuff. I'm not doing any more vision boards, nothing wrong with them. I'm just not doing that in the year coming up. Um, there are three things that I, three areas that I want to focus in on and work on. And that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be intentional with those three things that I'm going to be focused in on for 2022, along with working on um, rebranding the podcast, working on uh, promoting my book more, my second edition of the first copy of my book, Broken to Be or Not to Be, that is the question. It's on Amazon right now. It's the second edition of the book, but I also need to begin to work on the other two books. I have put it off far too long, y'all. And so I'm definitely going to be working on that, begin to work on those. Um, it's all in, in my head and in me. I just got to put it on the paper. Um, I wanted to do some collaborations um, for the one book, but it's been so hard and difficult trying to pin people down who wants to be willing to be in on the project with me. Why? Because I want a a male version or a voice on what I will be talking about in one of the books, right? So I want a female and I want a male basically on the next book that I have coming out. And so um, those are the things again that I will be working on. Um, also 
My sister has an awesome nonprofit organization. You guys have heard me speak a, a lot about it, more than my pretty face. Um, her upcoming friends giving, it will be December the 11th, where there will be bags put together by the girls who are part of the um, program for the homeless. And they will be distributed out on that day um, throughout different parts of Charlotte. Um, and the goal is a hundred, but give or take, it probably will be more. Um, and we know that's just a small amount, but no small amount will go unlooked or looked over. Basically. Um, I believe that it's still a start. Um, and I can see this as, and she probably will do this annually. Why? Because it will teach these young girls about giving back and serving in their community. Um, it's nothing more important than serving, you know? And so, and we are giving them an opportunity to learn now about that. So if you want more information about it, um, if you want to donate to the cause, you can go to morethanmyprettyface.org. Um, the information will be on the website. And again, y'all, just extremely excited for what her organization um, will do in this upcoming year. Trust me, you want to stay connected. Um, there's opportunities to volunteer. The girls' ages are between the ages of 14 and 18. Um, you have an opportunity to mentor these young girls. And we just want to give them a jump start on being able to make better decisions as they go through this thing we call life, because y'all know that the longer we live, you're just going to learn some things. And honestly, maybe if we had, truthfully, if, if we really wanted to be honest, if you had someone who was willing to give you information that really would benefit you somewhere later on in your life, would you not take it? You know, so here's an opportunity for that. Um, so she has so many great things coming up in the new year. And if, like I said, if you want to stay connected, you want to know what's going on, morethanmyprettyface.org. Of course, um, I have a friend also who has a nonprofit, um, Empower Him, for ex-felons. So if you know anyone who has had a, been in jail we know how rough and how hard things can be for them once they get out, but they want to be entrepreneurs and business owners. Her website is empowerhim.org. If you're interested in learning more, please go to the website, share the information. Y'all, us as a community, we really need to learn how to support one another. And we don't do enough of that. You know, um, and I never, I, for the life of me, I will never understand why um, we don't. But at the end of the day, if you aren't doing anything, be a part of something that somebody else is doing. And you will see your rewards will come. Your rewards will come if you learn how to help others. If you learn how to serve others, your rewards will come. 
whether you think they will, whether you could see it or not, they will. God does that stuff does not go under the radar. He sees and knows everything and he will reward those things that you do in secret, those things that you are diligent about, those things that you are faithful to. You know, you can't expect your own or things to be a certain kind of way for you when you haven't been faithful in a place that he's placed you in. And so, again, there's a lot of great things that's coming up in the new year for more than my pretty face and empower him. And y'all don't really want y'all don't want to miss this at all. Trust me, you do not want to miss this. And again, this is the last podcast to 2022. I hope that you all have a great holiday with your family, an awesome new year that you become more focused on the things that God has placed on your heart for you to do in the upcoming year. Let's not procrastinate in the upcoming year. Let's really buckle down and refocus regroup, readjust, whatever it is that you need to do so that you are productive, so that you are fruitful in 2022. Um, I'm excited, but before I go, this platform is on iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Apple, Google, Spotify, and Breaker. Also, I am still looking for a sponsor. That is going to be one of my goals for 2022 is to find a sponsor of my podcast and I cannot wait. Again, thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Robin. Be encouraged and know that I'm praying for you. Peace and blessings to you.